I was born on a Navajo reservation and I'm the daughter, I'm third generation Dutch immigrant. So my parents are second generation, obviously. My grandparents are all from the Netherlands and they're all very religious. My grandfather is a Dutch reform minister, which if you know what that means, you probably just like shivered like, oh my God, <laughs> you poor thing. Um, but yeah, very much fire and brimstone, very strict. Um, they call them the black socks over in the Netherlands. And there's like a whole like swath of the country um, that, that has this belief system. So, so conservative, uh, Christian, politically conservative. Anyway, somehow my father decides he's going to raise his kids on a Navajo reservation in the middle of New Mexico. So my parents flee Iowa after they are married and graduated from college and and that's where I'm born uh, at some point in my uh, young childhood it's discovered that I have been born with um, a heart defect um, it, two holes in my heart is what they see and and through um, going to visit the doctors in Albuquerque uh, they, my parents are told that one of the holes is closing. So, and they're like, bye-bye, she'll be fine, woohoo. So off Amelia rides into the sunset to live out her happy, beautiful childhood on uh, the res, which is true, which is what I did. It was um, definitely a defining moment in my, in my youth. Um, but what else is defining is that indeed, the defect did not completely heal and there was more to it. Um, it There was actually pulmonary veins on the wrong side of my heart. So as my heart grew and my body grew and there was more blood that needed to be pumped through my, you know, very large body. By the time I was 10 years old, I was five feet, 10 inches, um, which is quite tall. <laughs> so, um, again, those Dutch genes, they represent. So, um, so my body started to stress, my heart started to stress and I would like get really cold. I would turn blue, um, or more of a, like a purplish splattish color. I would get sick a lot. I would have pneumonia. I was exhausted. Um, I would have to sleep 12 hour days. So, but again, as I mentioned earlier, my parents are the children of Dutch immigrants and of conservative Dutch immigrants. And so basically you are told like, and they didn't have any other reason to believe that I was not perfectly healthy. You know, that I was just basically being lazy. <laughs> and so, so every time I'm like, I'm tired, they're like, work harder try more. And, and, you know, I, after my surgery, I think I really resented that, um, that attitude. But as I've met people who have grown up with this defect and how they've been treated, I, I, again, <laughs> have come to appreciate not being coddled. And, and being able to like fully express myself in my body, you know, I was pushed to compete, you know, athletically, I lettered in volleyball, 
I mean, I was tired. I had to sleep 12 hours. I did get pneumonia every year. I was always getting um, penicillin. So, you know, there was, there, there was that baseline, but I was also just encouraged to power through it, which I believe really helped to shape like who I am now as an adult and, and probably for better or worse, power through things I maybe shouldn't power through and power through a lot that I've been able to just simply overcome. So, so I, you know, so we have this belief system and, you know, we're, um, you know, we're very religious. And when I was about 11, we moved to Las Vegas, Nevada. And yeah, the reservation to Las, Las Vegas, Nevada is a whole other podcast <laughs> anyway. But so there we are. And, you know, my parents are very involved. There's no uh, Dutch Reformed Church. So we are uh, Presbyterians and then Lutherans. So um, at this point in time, I'm 15 and I'm going to a private Lutheran school, and I'm very devout, like, sickeningly devout. Like, I can't believe, I must have been so annoying, I can only imagine. Anyway, um, so one of the things I decide to do is I volunteer to cold call people for the Billy Graham crusade. So the Billy Graham is a big uh, conservative Christian um <clears throat> like mission. So, you know, they would rotate from different cities and reaching out to people, teaching the word of God. And their big thing is witnessing and bringing people over. If you're not familiar with that process, witnessing is about talking to somebody about accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior in order to save them. Because that's the only way in Christian, born again, Christian culture, you can be saved is to to have that relationship with Jesus Christ. So, so at 15, I decide, like, this is my calling. Like, I'm going to witness to people. Um, so for the Billy Graham crusade, I am tasked with cold calling random people in Las Vegas, Nevada, and witnessing to them over the phone. So it goes something like this. I dial. Ring, ring, ring. Someone answers. Hello. Hi, my name is Amelia. I'm calling for the Billy Graham crusade. I have a question for you. Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? (laughs) Who does this? (laughs) Thankfully, people like answer me. And so if they say no, then I go into my other spiel, which is like, well, can I talk to you about Jesus Christ and how he can change your life and that the Billy Graham crusade will be here and blah, blah, blah. So right. So Billy Graham is going to make the big ask. And so my, our role is to get people to the Billy Graham crusade, to the, the meeting so that, you know, the, the minister can, you know, make the big ask of getting people to, to take that step. So, so this, I believe is when I became <laughs> like like my future now was clear that I could basically ask anybody anything in the world because if you can ask somebody 
like, are they born again, like over the phone, a complete stranger? You can ask people for money, you can ask people for anything. So it's really served me well having the skill set. Again, weird as it is, completely grateful that somehow the universe provided (laughs) this particular skill set for me. Because as a nonprofit community organizer, I have no problem walking into any room anywhere in the world, asking what needs to be asked, knowing that I'm I'm working for social justice or the arts or, or whatever. Um, so, and even on a personal level, like for communication, it's really helped. Like I, what's more personal than asking somebody if they've accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? I, not much, maybe a couple things. <laughs>